0: This episode of the Italian Australian podcast was recorded on Wadandi, Wajaknunga Budja. We pay our respect to elders past, present and emerging and to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people listening to this podcast. <laughs> Ben tornati a tutti and thanks for joining us for another episode of the Italian-Australian Podcast. I'm Josie Dacqui, and I'm here with my brother Lucas. How are you? I'm
1: very good, Josie. How are you?
0: I'm really good, thanks. We hope everybody's had a fantastic Christmas yes. and we're here today for a special Boxing Day episode. And as part of that episode, we've got our lovely friends joining us again, who you will remember from last week, Joseph Versace and Daniel Italiano. Thanks, guys.
2: Thank you very much, guys. I feel like we're residents of the show just about now.
3: Absolutely. Hey, guys. Thank, thanks for having us again.
0: Well, oh, we love it.
1: Always good fun. Always a few extra laughs, a bit of banter, and um, the listeners really enjoyed it as well from all the feedback that we've got. So, yeah, Absolutely. Great, great, great to have you guys.
0: And like we said, we're doing a special episode for Boxing Day. Um, this isn't one that I'll have a lot to contribute. You guys may be able to cast your mind back to the Episode 7, Italian-Australian AFL Team of the Century, something similar to that it was titled anyway, when the boys talked about football. Well, today being the day of the Boxing Day test, they're going to talk about cricket.
1: Yes, this great sport of cricket, um, which all of us are very passionate about, and yeah, always have been. Um,
0: and I am a cricket fan, I will say, um, but you're like a my, casual a, cricket fan. Yeah, exactly. Like a casual yeah. cricket fan, certainly not in anywhere near the same league as you guys. Sorry.
1: Now, me and Joseph are pretty diehard, and Daniel as well. We all get into it, but Joseph definitely is a bit of a tragic for the sport. Um, loves it, so um, yeah, no, no, this no is... good
2: at it, no good at it, but love, love to watch it.
1: All sure. the gear, no idea, that's how you sort of refer when we playing <laughs> together. You Correct. looked a million dollars, had all Correct. the latest and the greatest gadgets and everything. But um, nah, I've never you... heard
0: that one before. That is cold.
1: It's a good one, isn't it? <laughs> Um, that is a good no, one. But yeah, anyway, so that'll be it from it. me.
0: I will be here, guys, listening along. Um, and I'll, yeah, chime in again in about half an hour. So, all right. No, no,
1: Josie, you'll you have a few good points. You, see, you may not I'll know see. some of the names that we're going to refer to. Um, we, we're bringing up a few old names as well, but some of the real um, die-hard sort of fans might go, oh, wow, that's a blast from the past. and forgot about that guy. And there's a few surprises as well that people may not realise. Um, some of the players or former players that we will mention that have um, some Italian background, uh, they don't necessarily carry the surname. Um, I think we actually... Um, we mentioned the biggest name of all in the sport of cricket, which is well, Australian cricket anyway, which is Sir Donald Bradman. Um, that might still come as a shock to a few people, but we did mention him in one of our episodes, Josie, in early days in the Unsuspecting Italians uh, episode that we did. So Sir Donald Bradman has been well documented. He had a, I mean, we are going back a little bit, we understand that, but he had a Northern Italian immigrant great-grandfather. Um, so yeah, it's down the line a little bit, but we'll definitely claim that, um, so Donald Bradman had Italian blood in, in him and whether that had an influence on him becoming the best batsman of all time, no one will ever know. Um, but there is a couple of other superb batsmen as well. So Joseph, um, we were absolutely massive fans of the late Philip Hughes, um, who is once again, very well documented, um, Italian on his mother's side. That's
2: correct, ah. yeah. He's His Nundel was born in Italy and come over in 1950.
1: I know you've got uh, the book not, there.
2: Not too far from my family's hometown of Vasto. He was, um yeah, an hour and a half away. So I think we're related. And, yeah, he's he definitely similar. my favourite. Mm. Yeah, a few people have said it. Um, yeah. He was, yeah, he was my favourite cricketer by a mile and still is, unfortunately, very unlucky with what happened to him. But, um mm. yeah, he was very talented.
1: Yeah. Yeah, no, that, that's for sure. Um, we have a few other uh, top-order batsmen as well that represented Australia. So I'll just go back and say, so Philip Hughes actually had these names that we're going to say. I think he was the only one that represented Australia in all three formats. Obviously, if you're going back a little bit further, you know, if you're talking that far back to Sedona Bradman, and I mean, there wasn't the three formats. Um, I think it was only obviously the one format anyhow, which was Tess. Um, but yeah, Phil Hughes played in all three formats. Um Joe Burns was another one um, who has uh, Italian ancestry through his mother's side. I think he is right at the moment trying to get his Italian nationality as well. There's been talk about him maybe representing Italy in some future T20 tournaments, even though I know he's still playing for Queensland. And I mean, I don't know. I don't think he's maybe would ever come back and play for Australia. Um, but I think he's in the yeah. runs at the moment. Um Chef yeah. Shield, He's is
2: well on the outer now with his yeah. age, and that, but still consistent in the Shield cricket. Yeah, sure. you know,
1: he has been making runs, and I mean, I know he still plays Big Bash and stuff like that. But yeah, so he's um yeah documented to have um Italian ancestry on his mother's side. I couldn't find too much on it, um, but yeah, I mean, his full name is Joseph Anthony. Burns. So Joseph Anthony it's you know, fairly probably made after Giuseppe Antonio or whatever. It's quite an Italian name. His brother is Dominic as well. So that's probably all the research I need to find. I read that and I was like, that'll do it. Uh, but no, that is well documented. Joe Burns uh, having Italian blood. Um, Michael DiVenuto. So... I know he was well. Joseph, you loved him as well, but he was my absolute favourite. Dan, I'm not sure if you remember Michael DiVinuto just cra- cracking runs for Tasmania back in the day. Played
3: for Tasmania, yeah. Yeah, yeah. left hander. Yeah, used to watch a lot of Sheffield Shield as a kid.
1: Yeah, and he was the king. Like he was. Yeah, it was a
3: solid. Time. Was a solid fellow.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah. Back
3: <laughs> when back when uh, they probably weren't running kilometres yeah. and kilometres as cricketers.
1: Yeah. He was hitting a lot of boundaries. Big left hander. Um, yeah, he's um, yeah. He, no, was, um, he was good.
2: He had some good um, some good innings uh, in the one day format, didn't he? He was opening partner with Mark Waugh a few yeah. times.
1: Yeah, he played nine ODIs. He was very unlucky to not play more um, for Australia. He he was right in the height. I mean, there was that period there where there was just superstar after superstar. That was star studded, and um. He was very unlucky to not play more. He never played any test matches, but he was more of a sort of um oh, I'm definitely not gonna say slogger, but he was um, you know, like more suited to I think if he was around T twenties, he would have been phenomenal. That was in his um time frame. But yeah, awesome, um, shorter format player. He holds an Italian passport. And I actually read, um, going back over ten years ago now, that he actually did play some international cricket for Italy, um, with his brother Peter as well. So I'm not sure how much they actually played. I was struggling to find some of those actual stats in terms of games played for Italy, but I know he was part of the setup for a little bit due to his Italian passport. We're um, heading now to guys that played for Australia in the shorter format, as I think that's all for the tests. Sorry, except for Mike Valletta was the last person um, of Italian descent to also... Um, that I had on my list. Sorry, not the last person to do it. He did it back before some of these guys. But he played ODIs and tests as well. So he's a West Australian. um, And I read a quote from him that he believed he was actually the first person of Italian descent to play for Australia. And when he said that, I was actually thinking maybe he's the first person of Italian tests to play any sort of – for any team, really. I can't think of any other surnames for England or – I mean, you know, there's not really people – Italian playing for say India and these sort of countries like that and so yeah I'm just trying to think if there's anyone he may have been the first person to ever sort of um yeah rep Italy in the sport yeah
0: quite possibly
1: yeah he's a West Australian and he played I think it was back in the 80s um I know he was um quite an important part of the 1987 World Cup victory for Australia yeah. um yeah he didn't play a real lot but um yeah once again I think it's quite a strong side that he was trying to break into but um, I'm pretty sure his dad immigrated. So I was trying to find some info there, but yeah, definitely Italian blood. Uh, the other few names we've got here uh, that played for Australia and are still playing for Australia um, is Adam Zampa, Spencer Johnson, and Luke Ronkey who's now retired. Uh, Luke Ronchi was actually New Zealand born, which is interesting. Um, another New Zealand born person with Italian players, Daniel Luca Vittori, uh, but not playing for Australia. We won't talk about Vittori too much. Uh, but yeah, Luke Ronke, New Zealand born, um, quite interesting as well. He played for both New Zealand and Australia in internationals, which is pretty rare. I think I read he was the first person to ever play for those two countries and he was only one of a handful to ever actually play for a couple of different countries in in internationals. I couldn't actually find anything on him being specifically Italian, but Ronchi is definitely an Italian surname, um, and same as Adam Zampa, it's an Italian surname. I couldn't find anything really on Zampa being Italian. Would you guys have you guys read anything on Zampa having Italian background or?
2: Nah, certainly not. Not not, not Adam. No. Yeah. No, nothing.
1: Yeah, so sometimes, I don't know, you can't just always assume. You never know, sometimes I ended up with a name or it was a different name that got changed, but it's definitely an Italian surname. So I'd I'd imagine there's some Italian there. Um, The other one to note is Spencer Johnson, um, who's recently played some ODIs and T20s. And yeah, he definitely has an Italian-born grandfather and holds an Italian passport and was actually um, pretty close to looking at his options to represent Italy in internationals until Australia kind of caught him up. Recently, sort of out of the blue. Um, so, yeah, he's definitely a proud Italian. And, yeah, in terms of playing for the national team, that's actually all the research I could get, unless you guys can think of another one. Uh, there was two guys that played a fair bit of first-class cricket, which was Joe Scuderi and Michael Dimitina. Uh They both had pretty long cricket's um, state level um, but didn't break into international. And that kind of, um yeah, leads me to... The next part of the conversation after just naming those names is why you guys think that that might be, and why we don't have a whole list of names to actually speak about, and compared to looking at sports like the AFL and rugby and obviously soccer. And um, just wondering your thoughts and what you guys, yeah, might have to add to that and why that is.
3: I don't, <clears throat> I don't know if uh, when the Italians migrated out here if their first uh, thought was if they're going to be in the sun all day, they'd probably rather be getting paid for a day, like rather than playing, chasing a ball around and and playing cricket. I know I spoke to a few people and they just think it's the most absurd game ever, like not seen it before. They're like, you you sit out there in 35 to 40 degree heat and just stand there. And I said, yeah, yeah. And obviously they don't have it in Italy and it's, it's not, that um well they they do i guess but it's not that
0: well they do now known. but um, i mean yeah. like ha, when would it have started up in italy
1: um, recently i think about yeah, it wasn't at the happening you know grassroots level probably 15 years ago um yeah, not back in the day in yeah, calabria and I it's it's and still, like... no, that's but
3: tired. even now in calabria like so like some of my friends that i was talking about like it was only a few years ago it's like why do you want to play cricket for like i can't i can't imagine standing out there and doing that so I wonder if that yeah, when they come out here, it was like, oh, we're not playing footy. It's in the winter. We got nothing to do. Maybe, um, maybe play. But um, one I thought you were going to mention, but it would probably be unsuspecting Italian would be Brendan Julian. I always thought as a kid that he was Italian, just from the, the no. look of the guy.
1: Brendan, yeah, he's got the tan look. He's actually New Zealand, He's New Zealand born and stuff. Um, I don't know his exact bloodlines, but I've never found anything be italian another one is jason Gillespie as well a lot of the people used to think he was italian i think he had some greek background perhaps um and i know he was actually the first person of indigenous background to play for australia yeah so it's it's, it's quite interesting i think maybe it's a, the sort of game that takes a few generations kind of to to build up that um sort of interest or so like you're saying daniel the understanding of it i suppose it's not a game like if you look at sort of AFL, it's a fast-moving game. Anyone can jump in and kind of get involved a little bit. Cricket's a very technical sort of sport. And if you've got no understanding of it, I'm not sure what you think, um, Joseph, but it's, it's probably very foreign. And, yeah, there's not too much sort of action when you're standing there deep, long on or day. That was what yeah. I was
2: about to use, foreign. Like, cricket yeah. is so foreign. You compare football with soccer, completely different sport. but There's a ball involved, different shape. You got to get it through the goals. There's some sort of similarities. Yes. Um, basketball, rugby. I you know rugby's getting a lot bigger in Italy now, but um, cricket is just complete opposite to anything remote there. So, I guess, I guess the easiest. That's play... what I was
1: thinking as well. Yeah. 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 And I think you really do need the language as well. Because imagine like you're trying to explain to someone you know, pitching outside off and leg before wicked and silly mid on all that. I suppose in football, you can almost say like, well, Al used to sit there and watch it, couldn't speak a word of English. They're speaking all in their dialects and then watching AFL. But like Al and knew everything. Like, you know what I mean? He knew all the rules, what was going on, but he couldn't speak. All, all his the name. strategies. Oh, yeah. knew what was going on, you know, put someone else there. I mean, just, you know, like put, you know, <laughs> this, all this sort of stuff. But like, he used to c- c- coach from the sidelines pretty much, He, you know, but um. Cricket, yeah, it's just, oh, I don't know, it's um, it's just too hard to explain. Like I remember mean, because I my non never watch a second of it. Couldn't stand it. He would sit there and non such like you know what, and you try and explain it. it's just too hard. Like it's almost I think you need almost like the full grasp of the language and well, I um, think like you said the next few generations
2: take take a few generations um, to kind of get involved and like Dan could probably explain way better than me. The Harvey Benja or the Benja Harvey, however they used to say it back then, Dan. Like you know, the, you look at the the team shit; would be like ten out of the twelve Italian names there.
3: Yeah, so all all the Benja side was all Italians. So Cognale, Italiano, um, heaps of others, and then all the Harvey was like long standing. I guess eventually, once upon a time, obviously British um, immigrants, but like being in Harvey for hundreds of years, were in the Harvey side, and then Benja was like all the Italian people, mainly because that's where they lived and obviously near the swamp. Um, but then it's funny, all those people in that side. Now I'm thinking about it, they come out early, so they come out just after the First World War, immigrated that's from Italy. Ask, hey. So by the time their kids are born, which would be late thirties, they're already like.
1: A few generations in, aren't they?
3: Yeah. Well, like my mum's side and a lot of other people haven't even immigrated out here by that stage. And they've already got kids born in Australia. So yep. then those kids played cricket, then their kids are really into it. So probably what to you were saying, Joseph, it's like generations of, of playing cricket, um, yeah, I guess the ones that immigrated, the 50s and stuff, they kind of, yeah, didn't yeah. start getting into it until now. Yeah,
1: because I think there's something there's, something has to be there because the weight of numbers of Italians who came and it's not like they're not talented in the sports because you look up, I mean, yeah, pretty much every other sport and it's so many Italians with a lot of, we mentioned, rugby, AFL, obviously soccer, but, um, and even a lot of other random sports, there's, um, yeah, a lot of Italians So you think, that would have played and I, I, I suppose it's different when you're not being embraced by the family as well like we spoke about a few times now even in like in local football when all the italians would play and all the sorry like we're saying italians but maybe the first generation that will that's technical as well what we call first generation but the people born to the italians immigrants but the family would embrace them so much. would go down to local games or whatever. There'd be all the Italians there supporting their children. But I suppose in cricket, they didn't really embrace the sport and understand the sport. And it's just a whole different feeling around it in terms of, um, yeah, watching the kids play or encouraging the kids to go and play. And it wasn't the big community thing where some of the football, the local football teams is basically all Italians. Um, You don't really see that too much in this sport, but, yeah, it's interesting. very slow,
2: yeah. slow paced, technical. Mm. I, I know italians are typically that patient to like just you know yeah. get in a forward. I oh, know you were, Luke, you're yep. bl- very good.
1: Yeah, that's like not really league. hit the ball, Joseph. But actually, actually, your point, yeah, <laughs> you look at these guys like um, Michael Di Venuto and Philip Hughes and uh, Luke Ronkin, all these guys that would hit the ball, they weren't really you know just block and leave and block, so maybe you know, yeah. but um. Yeah. But if
3: you if you talk to your Sydney correspondent, he would have memories too of obviously his nonna is is my great auntie, and uh, they used to all go down. The kids used to all play. So Joseph Scambler's uncle John was really really good player, um, yep. and so all the aunties used to line up and they'd have a huge feast there on the sideline watching oh, really? the Benja side. So it was, yeah, it would have been an interesting picture like you see all these Italians roll up and and be out there watching cricket all day yeah. um, this I've got some photos of the old days and they're yeah. just watching um it's pretty interesting but going back to the skill of the Italians like there is some really really good local players like at one stage a cousin of Joseph's and um cousin of like my distant cousin of my dad's uh, was Bruno italiano was like second or third fastest the Brendan Julian mentioning him again um, at the yeah. same, at the same time in WA. So, yeah, right,
1: okay.
3: so like footy, they, yeah, skilled enough. Um, it's just whether they, whether they pursued it or not, I'm not sure why. Yeah.
2: I think another point near yeah, Dan, you just reminded me of something. Another point was like, like they'd be just too busy working, like a whole, a whole day of cricket back then they would just be it, you know would be too busy working on the weekends like a lot of farmers milking cows and stuff like that so it's probably taken again a few generations to really that's a very peak. good point
1: yeah 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 that, that is a very yep. good point uh-huh. and i know i would really this is a one um i mean we we always ask the listeners to write in and to let us know but this is one that we really would because we are kind of um just scratching the surface on this and it's one that i've always kind of thought about um as to why and like like Daniel said, on a um, local level, there's a lot of very talented Italian Australians that play the game. Um, so that's so, what yes. I was actually
0: going to get to. Like, do you guys think that, um, you know, like in the it's is it still quite strong in the like you know Italian Australian community in terms of like people yeah. being interested in the sport?
1: Yep. These days, big time. Yeah, you see a lot of Italian surnames and all over the place in Australia playing at a local level. I suppose it's just like you guys watch a big bash probably more than me and I mean I don't, I don't follow Sheffield Sheffield too much these days but I think once this gets up to that level even traditionally going back there's never been too too many I, I understand to play for Australia there's only 11 you know names there to look at so it's not like in the AFL where we had hundreds of names to speak about because there's x amount of squads and you know 30 or 40 players on each squad so I understand it's a lot less like the pool's a bit smaller but you still think by now you'd have more names and considering that yeah we've got a handful there and there's only one or two actual italian surnames so the guys that we've found are kind of we've had to do some research to even work out they've got the roots it's um yeah i still think there's something there that leads to why we haven't seen more um i suppose it goes out a little bit to our uh, indigenous population as well who are probably arguably the most skilled in in aussie rules and a lot of other sports as well um natural athletic ability and magic and there's been very few um indigenous uh players for Australia, I think oh two or three um so yeah same same sort of thing I'm not sure there there's obviously um I mean that might be different regions um sorry different reasons um as to why this group of people haven't made their mark on the sport as well, like how the Italians haven't actually but yeah, it's quite interesting stuff so I'm hoping that someone will write in and can share their opinions um yeah I'd like yeah to definitely
0: know. it is quite interesting, yeah. I think, like, a lot of the, like, ideas that you guys have said tonight, I think there's probably, um, like, a bit of truth um, and, you know, reality in all of those. And, yeah, it does make sense when you look at it yeah. from that point of view.
1: Yeah. I know Um, there's also been, um, now, as you touched on towards the start, that there is an Italian national team. as I think nearly almost every country now has, has a team. They compete in, you know, tournaments that are much lower and not you know big like the top level um and yeah so Italy has a team and there's been definitely some Australian expats and some Australians have played I didn't get a list of all their names um but yeah they're obviously just like us uh, having an Italian passport and you know they've gone back and yeah um had a hit over there so I don't know yeah if that kind of um helps to sort of spruce up this uh the sport a bit amongst Italians and that sort of thing um But, yeah, we will wonder, you know, what's going to happen down the track if you sort of see a bit more of a multicultural team. Um, You know, you've got Uzman Khawaja now going slightly off topic. He's obviously not Italian, but, um, you know, someone of Pakistani descent. And, yeah, you know, there's been a few other players now born in another country which Australia has traditionally not really been a team like that in the international level to have players born outside of Australia to play um so yeah you might see down down the track a few more Italian surnames and stuff stuff like that but um I suppose only time will tell oh, at the moment I can't see any real obvious ones that are coming through um so yeah
2: that no, definitely Luke Lucas but one of our probably one of our you and I our favorite stats it's a little bit irrelevant similar topic but um for those that would know that um, uh, Christian Vieri, one of the great Italian soccer mm. strikers who lived in Sydney for a good portion of his uh, younger life. Uh, yes. We've seen many interviews and whatnot, and they ask him who his favorite soccer player is, uh, no, favorite sports person is. And you'd think he'd say some famous Italian soccer player, but he always refers to Alan Border as his yeah. um, favorite sports person. So to me, that I remember mean, that just blew our mind when we. Yeah, I read that years ago, Lucas. But that's just um, that's so awesome. Hey, to have this great Australian cricketer, uh, a sports title, of one of the one of the greatest Italian strikers, to be fair.
1: Yeah, it's pretty crazy. Um, and he still loves yeah, the sport to this day as well. Like I've seen recent interviews and stuff. You can find them online somewhere. And um, yeah, apparently like and his wife's always like, "What are you watching that sport from? Like, what even is that?" And blah blah blah. And he's you know he watches it for like hours. So he'll watch like a full day out of a test match and he's like no i absolutely love it it's the best and um but yeah he did live in australia um for i think 15 years or so like a long a long long time um come out when he was 3 or 4 and he's gone back when he's 15 or something to pursue soccer um so yeah it just sort of shows i suppose that yeah the italians um yeah they 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 definitely can be interested in the sport and learn the sport we just haven't um yeah had much of a footprint on international level as of yet Um, But, yeah, hopefully we see some more Italian names coming through the ranks Um, because, I mean, I suppose that is a bit more of a um, true indication. I think Usman Kawhi just said this as well. It's kind of like him playing for Australia, um, you know, is more of a probably true um, indication of Australia at the moment as well, whether that was, um, you know, a factor as well. Back in the day, I'm not too sure, but, you know, you see a lot of Anglo-Saxon surnames, traditionally 95%. If you're even going to go and look through, like, what was there, Simon Kadic, um, Michael Kasparovich? You might see a few of these other surnames, but it's very um, Anglo-Saxon sort of thing, which is probably more the roots of the game. Um, so, yeah, I'm not sure if these other groups of people didn't really quite just fit in in the whole feeling of the sport and at a grassroots level all the way through or – but, yeah. Yeah,
0: who knows? It's but it of... is interesting that like cricket really has taken um, like a hold in – you know, basically all of the countries that it went to with the, um, you know, people going there as part of like British colonies. And, um, but these places are, you know, not under British rule anymore, but the passion for cricket has really remained. Yeah. So. um, Yeah,
1: definitely. It's a great game. It's probably my favourite game, to be honest. I think test matches are probably my favourite sport to watch besides probably soccer, like top level soccer. Um, a good Test match. I mean, any Test match Australia is on, I'll be there. I absolutely love it.
0: Yeah, it is a great <laughs> game. And yeah, and who knows, like, you know, as the world's becoming, um, you know, a bit more of a, you know, a, a global environment with the rise of social media, it'll be quite interesting to see, um, yeah, where cricket will be in the next couple of years, especially with the um, you know, yeah, the big bashes and that kind of thing, which are making it like that bit more accessible, um accessible, but a little bit more um, you know, digestible, I guess is the word. A little bit of a taster for people rather than be like, okay, you're gonna sit down for a whole day and watch the watch a test match, which is, you know, what you used to do to me when we were kids, Lucas.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, nah, you're dead right, Josie.
2: I think that the T 20s completely opened up another avenue for the whole world. Like with all these European countries playing now, they had the first American T20 bash uh, this year, earlier this year. So it's definitely opened up a lot more doors worldwide. um, Yeah, and
0: I think that's great because people aren't just going to, someone in America is not just going to be, you know, sitting there, I'm trying to think of some like random place in America, but like, I don't know, someone in like Florida, America is not just going to like be like, oh, I'm going to go watch a test match today, or I'm going to start playing test cricket. They're not just going to wake up and do that. But if they're able to, you know, get exposed to cricket through things like a big batch, um, sorry, big bash, and, um, you know, get interested in it, then people that really have an appreciation for the sport then may well go, oh, okay, I might look at this, um, you know, see what else there is and learn more about the sport. So, I mean, you know, I know not everybody is a fan of it and I know there are some people that think it's, um, you know, it's a denigration of the sport or whatever, but I am a fan, definitely.
1: Yeah, I, I suppose what you're saying there, Josie, is that now with the T20s is that you may get Italians or anyone from, say, Europe, where the sport's really foreign, that's going to come to Australia now, and the kids might be hooked onto the sport because it's like a sh- you know shorter game and all mm. the glitz and the glam, and the lights, and it's all go, 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 where, yeah, if that wasn't available and it's just like test matches and the parents are never going to watch it in their yes. whole probable lifetime, the kids might not really get into it as well. And, they, and like I said, the, the parents have zero in, interest in it and the kids want to go and play and they don't understand it. So there's a breakdown there. So that's mm-hmm. probably true. One other thing that's popped into of my course. head, guys, um, was um, Enriquez. He's Portuguese born, as far as I know. merges on Enriquez, which is a random one as well. Um. You know, you don't see many Portuguese-born people. And he's played test matches in maybe all three formats for Australia. Definitely ODIs. I'm not sure. Yeah. Um, yeah no, yes, it? definitely. Yeah, yeah. so um, I know he's born in Portugal. I'm sure he's born in Portugal, which is a random one. Um, and just a fun fact that I jotted down here as well was uh, there was a guy called Ted Dexter. I think he's played – oh, don't quote me now. I might be back 50 years ago. It was quite a while ago. Um, he is the only documented-born – Italian-born, sorry, person – to play test matches or play any level of the game, but he's not actually Italian. He's English. He played for England, but he was born in Milan. So that's a random fact. And I think if you go and look through every team, I mean, it narrows it down. You're probably not going to find an Italian born in Sri Lanka, India, Pakistan, all these sort of ones. But yeah, there's um Ted, Ted Dexter was born in Milan, played test matches for England. Um, so just a fun fact, only Italian born person.
3: That's crazy. That's a crazy stat. I think, With um, the recent World Cup and Netherlands doing doing so well, um, I reckon in in years to come, Italy will will hopefully win a spot in in one of these uh, fifty over World Cups, even a T Twenty World Cup.
1: Well, this is the big one, Dan. Who would you support? Would you swap ships and go for? That's what I was about to say. (laughs) Or would you stay with Australia?
3: Oh. that's that's really cool. I have a few
1: expats.
0: Let's wait um, until it happens, and then we'll get him back I'll on. I'll have to. Okay? I'll no, have to, to yeah. I'll no, no, have we'll to, let him think I'll... about it. We'll let him think no, about I'm gonna it. Pa-
1: I'm going to pass that. It. It's not going to yeah. happen. So, Joseph, what would you do?
3: That's a tough
2: one. Like you said, soccer, we're always Italy, always have been. Uh, cricket, I'll have to save Australia for that one. Yeah. I'll and
1: I'll tell you why. I mean, we're going to get to this one. We might even have you guys on for this one, but in the new year, we'll definitely get to doing one about soccer and specifically, um, I think, it warrants a whole a whole episode to break down the 2006 World Cup game for when sure. Italy beats Australia with the famous or infamous strike the shootout I'm sorry not shootout penalty from Francesco Totti but um, I think soccer Australia wasn't around they hadn't played a massive tournament. They, they hadn't played like a world level international tournament for like 30 years like in our lifetime so we were Italia all the way and. I know this is a, some people, an unpopular de- de- decision. Some 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 people, it's just absolutely no-brainer, but I can't go for the Socceroos. Oh, I'm just, my heart is Azuri. Yes, born in Australia. Like it, hate it. Sorry, that's how I feel. You can't help how you feel. You know how people say that, your emotions right. and stuff. Like, you, you can't actually change how you feel. And I listened to, I think Daniel, we were speaking about this. I heard Joe Avardi speak on a podcast, and he said that he realized he broke away when Italy was shooting, and he was like flinching, and he didn't want Italy to score against the Socceroos, and that was his line in the sand. Moment, and he realised that he was going for Socceroos, which is fine as well. And to him, it's probably how we should all think. Really, he said he's born in this c- country, blah blah blah, um, mm-hmm. which makes sense. But I can't do it um, as a Swede all the way. On the other hand, if Italy ever got to the level they're going to be playing a test match against Australia, I couldn't support them. I love the Australian team. I've, you know, from as long as I can remember watching them play. One day as and one day is amazing and test matches, and I don't think I could ever jump ship. But. No,
3: I'm you, win Lucas 100%. Yeah. I don't know, yeah, I, th- I don't I know. I I'm not going to comment.
0: I think I feel yeah. the same <laughs> but you know, yeah, we will we'll, we'll, we'll revisit this one.
1: Yeah.
2: I'm a mad At a later date.
1: Fan, who's that Joseph? Matilda's the Oh yeah, yeah, of course. Love her, mad.
2: Yes.
0: Yeah. yeah. No, I, I definitely yeah, I see where you're going with that one.
3: Yeah. I used to uh I used to follow Sri Lanka my whole childhood, so <laughs> I can't comment cuz dad used to go mad. So, um, my mum's auntie married a Sri Lankan, and uh, my <laughs> yeah. me and my uncle Elroy used to just love Aravinda Silva. Like I used to always talk to him about him, and so, yeah. they won the '96 World Cup. So I say,
1: they had flair back then; they were good.
3: Mm. They were like, very when, good when,
1: when when we were young. Joe Wardener. Oh, so that was the best. So. Yeah,
3: um, Absolutely. So this, if Italy pop in, it's it's <laughs> yeah, you could go pretty, anyway. All right, it's, it's yeah. going to be a quick, it's going to be a quick jump, I
1: reckon. We could almost get a game, I reckon, Dan. So I don't know. We maybe you'd have to go for him. You might be
3: maybe uh, Daniel sold back then. Yeah,
0: yeah,
1: that's it. Yeah,
0: we'll see what we can do.
3: Yeah, yeah, my, yeah.
0: yeah. All right. Well, I think that is about it for us for um for tonight, and also um. This is the um the end of the podcast for twenty twenty three. So um would like to take a minute now just to thank you guys for coming on again. That's your third episode for the year, so that's pretty good, I reckon guys.
1: Yeah. You're definitely gonna get you every... back on what, seven, eight episodes
0: averaging? The average, oh, look, you're testing my maths. but something like um, that. Little... Almost
1: official yeah, correspondence definitely, or something. You have, to give nah. him a, you have to give him a name. Massive,
2: massive honour, guys. He's doing an awesome job in what you're doing yeah. and keep it up. It's, it's been amazing. Great to listen to and Thanks for having us on.
1: Well, uh, thank
0: yeah. you. and will um, be back we'll be...
1: soon again, exactly. guys. Exactly. We've got plenty in store for you guys, really and a new yeah. lot, for ideas. And um, always, um, yeah, I'm sure it brings a smile to the face of the listeners. But yeah, just from Josie and I, um, to all of you guys who've been tuning in, whether you've listened to one, whether this is the first one, or you've listened to all of them, uh, we really, really appreciate it. There's um, no point in us. Doing this, I mean, we we basically do it anyway, but I mean, um, we're going to the extra effort to record it. That's about all record we're doing is just hit and record, but so, yeah, yeah, I mean, we actually have these chats, and um, we're all trying to the keep them a little bit more straight and um, not go too off topic. But no, we really do appreciate you guys taking the time to, to to listen. It means a lot. We've got a lot in store for 2024. Um, we've got some amazing guests lined up to come on the show. uh We're hoping to continue uh, to reach more p- people. Um. Yeah, and to just keep a real um interesting show coming your way every, every week. So uh, really a heartfelt thank you to all of you guys. Uh, we wish you all the best for the new year and we look forward to uh, bringing our uh, Italian-Australian content for you all through 2024. So thank you so much.
0: Yeah, thanks everyone who has given us support, kind words, all the family for listening in, the um, people that have helped us. Vanessa, your beautiful wife, and the early days getting set up. There was a, yeah, a few hairy moments there with you know tech support being needed, but yeah, we got off yep. the ground. So
1: yeah,
0: yeah, look uh, at us now. We're pretty good now. Yeah, we do yeah. okay.
1: So cool. yeah. So thanks again to Joseph and Daniel. Um, yeah, absolute legends for being part of the show. We look forward to chatting with you again very soon as well on a new episode. And um, to all the listeners, happy new year, yeah. and we'll see you soon. Yep. Ciao for now.
0: Speak to you guys in 2024. Ciao for now.